Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. Previously on Haunted. You think whoever is behind this is taking the crucifixes? And he said his name was Gus and that he was lonely. Have you ever described Gus to him before? Not once. Are you Adam? Yes. The person whom you're trying to reach is currently unavailable. What have you done now, Abigail? He'd been dead for years before I met Molly. She never spoke about him. She went missing whilst looking into this case. Beth says she's in the treehouse. Abigail, where have you been? I spent the night in the treehouse. My phone died and I got lost. Gus Temperman, missing boy, age nine, 1993. Look at the photo. He looks just like the drawing. The New Testament teaches us that God forgives all if you truly repent. James, Dan just got the toxicology report back on the substance, dried blood, and get this, an unidentifiable toxin. Greenvale has its very own serial killer. Haunted, the audio drama. Episode 2. A Soft Cry Part 5 of 6 Written by Benton Hodges Mr Saunders was in the kitchen when our potential killer turned up, briefly spoke to Molly at the door and left once the collection was done. He only glimpsed the collector briefly and gave us a composite sketch. Tall, Dark hair, soft voice, W1. W1? White British. Then just say that. Well, police regulations state that... We uh, aren't police. Is this really important, guys? <laughs> no. Mr Saunders couldn't give us much more than that, but a traffic cam did spot this vehicle leaving the area not too long after. It's impossible to make out the driver, though. What's a traffic cam? It's a camera on the traffic lights to identify people. Christ, what year do you live in, mate? 1984, clearly. It's mostly to catch people speeding. Or criminals fleeing a scene of the crime. You don't have to worry about the camera if you're doing nothing wrong. Save it for hate hour. Can we just stay on topic, please? Who was the vehicle registered to? It's a company car for a non-profit charity. Christ's Homes for the Homeless. It has sites and members all around the country. Have they done many builds around here? I can send you a list of properties if you like. Thank you. I'm sure Abigail will spot something amongst the data. Oh, wonderful. I'm being lumbered with the clerical stuff while you two get to hunt a serial killer. 
Well, I don't know how to work one of those thingies. And I have to do the actual police work. Oh, oh, please! What crimes actually go down in Greenvale? Besides the recent string of murders? Mostly shoplifting graffiti and some loitering. And that's more pressing than this? We have to keep up appearances that the police are in control. Half the police force doesn't even know that there's a link between the deaths in case one of them leaks it to the press. I I couldn't even tell Peterson. And what are you going to do, James? I was going to ask around, see if anyone has seen the man in the composite sketch. Discreetly. Exactly. Ask around discreetly. No, no, don't say it like that. Please. Oh, relax. I'm not going to kick doors in. That doesn't reassure me. Shame. i best go see if any of the Christ's Home for the Homeless members have seen this man. Hey, James. Could I ask you something quickly? L'Oreal Strawberry. What? The secret to my luscious hair, L'Oreal Strawberry. For kids, no sulfates. I, um, uh... I'm taking the piss, what do you want? Does Abigail seem more agitated to you? I don't know. I haven't really had time to perform a longitudinal study on her mood levels. It's only been a couple of weeks, you'd probably know her better than me. Well, she opens up more to you. I was just wondering if you knew what was going on. She's always been headstrong, but recently she seemed downright obtuse and... Anti-party? Listen, O'Brien, I'm sure the stress of the signal and this fiasco isn't helping. Couple that with having to work with her ex and I'd say she's got quite a lot on her mind. Plus you did arrest her. Twice. Brought in for questioning. And it won't be long before you're shipping her off to the Ministry of Love. What? It's a 1984 reference. Read the bloody books so my jokes land. You want to know what's bothering her? Talk to her. I would do it, but... <sighs> I'm all nurtured out for the month. Besides, I trust Abigail can handle herself. And you have how many sites across the country? 64. And beneath those umbrella sites, plenty of houses constructed. And if you don't mind me asking, how many have you done around here? Our fair share. It's hard work, but with funding and volunteers like yourself, we can help the homeless find a place to stay the cold nights. It's very admirable work that you do. Thank you. So you were thinking about volunteering? Yes. I'd love to devote some time to help the less fortunate. Say, uh, one of your uh, volunteers really lit a fire under me. I didn't catch his name. He was tall, dark hair, quite soft-spoken, was on collection duty. Oh, you must mean Theo. Theo Harper. Yes, he is very passionate. I think he inspires a lot of people. I can see why. Has he been with you long? No, he's only been in town for a few weeks. Oh, really? I'm quite new in town myself, still trying to find proper lodging. Do you think you could put me in touch with him? Well, I couldn't give away his number, but if you give me yours, I could ask him to phone you. I, uh... Sure. That would be perfect, thank you. Yeah. Hold up, Dan. James just got back. I'll put you on speakerphone, Dan. Well, he knows we're on to him if it's him. What? what? It was a slight error on my part. I tried to fish for his number but ended up booking a call from him. How on earth did you manage that? I was being discreet. And it worked perfectly. A serial killer knows we're on to him and that's perfect. How? Well, I know his name. Theo Harper. Sounds vaguely familiar, but I couldn't tell you why. 
Either way, I know he's new in town, and when he calls me, we can triangulate his position. That's... No, that's not the worst idea. I may have a location. What? The list of locations you gave me, one stood out to me. I didn't clock it at first, but with a bit of cross-referencing and voila. The Temperments? No. The Temperments? A boy went missing 30 years ago. Gus Temperman. His father disappeared not too long after. Seems his house was seized and given over to the homeless project. But for whatever reason, they never used the site. Superstition, probably. Which means... If Theo's been snooping around, then he knows the house is empty and may even know the significance of it. There isn't a significance, Abigail. It's a coincidence. Abby, if you're thinking of doing what I think you're doing... You'll what? Arrest me? (sighs) Abigail, for God's sakes, don't go looking around a serial killer's den. Please wait for me. Well, how long will that take? Hours, probably. My gov's really breathing down my neck. If I get everyone riled up over circumstantial evidence, it'll be my head. In a few hours, he could strike again. We have to go now, Dan. Oh, for the love Boring conversation anyway. Oh, come on. Star Wars. I haven't seen it. So you've read 1984, but not seen one of the best films of all time. I guess my tastes are just better. Or more snobbish. Most likely. But was rejecting Dan's help really a good idea? He's more of a hindrance. He has saved us quite a few times, and helped with some clues too. Since when were you two so chummy? Don't deflect. Whatever friction is between you two, you need to sort it out. Or what? A few hurt feelings? Or maybe we wander into a serial killer's den by ourselves with no police backup to speak of. He said it himself. He can't help us with his boss looming over him. We have a clue. If we sit around and do nothing, we could be missing vital time to save somebody. Besides, he's probably out for the day. Abigail... This job, this life, is a lot like those masks on an airplane. You have to help yourself before trying to help others, or else it's just two people scrambling for air and no one gets help. Are you coming? Yes or no? (sighs) Yes, but at least let me grab a weapon of some sort first. Had I been a horror filmmaker, I'd be dancing a jig, celebrating the greatest horror film find since the discovery you could dye corn syrup red. The Temperman House, more of a wooden shack on the edge of town, was the epitome of abandoned house clichés. Overgrown, rotting, swarming with animals. It stood alone, amongst an eerie backdrop of the looming forest behind it. In short, it was perfect. So what did you find out about the Temperments? The father reported his son, Gus, missing two days after his disappearance. Foul play was suspected, but nothing could be proven. The father was known for being a recluse and the mother died in childbirth. What was the father's job? Lumberjack. A lumberjack? Yeah, for timber frames and carpentry. I see. What else? Wasn't seen in town after the disappearance. Kept to himself. Is he dead? Well... I couldn't find a death certificate or anything suggesting that he moved away. He just kind of disappeared. I doubt a serial killer would be so courteous as to share a space with him. So either way, he's probably dead. Most likely. Any ideas what the circumstances surrounding his son's disappearance were? Wandered into the forest, apparently. Okay. Quiet. Doesn't sound like anyone's home. He's probably out doing collections. Do you want to try the door? Oh, not locked. Okay, I don't hear anyone. I'm starting to get deja vu here, Abigail. Should I cut to the part where we find a dead body in a bedroom? Hush. What's that noise? 
shall we? It's coming from that cupboard. hadn't seen life in years. Dirty clothes and old plates were heaped onto rotting tables and surfaces. The paint was peeling off and the air was heavy with the stench of mould and decay. The roof leaked in multiple places, staining and soaking whatever happened to be beneath it. A bookcase rested in the corner, bulging with the contents of its water-swollen books. A chandelier hung above mouldy plates in the living room, barely clinging on by the frayed wire above. Hanging in the living room, above a torn-up couch, was a landscape painting of the forest behind the house. At night, but something, a formless shape that time had weathered away, seemed to be lurking within the trees. If he's squatting here, then there must be food, bedding, and somewhere to groom himself. I'll check the garden, see if anything was left out there. All right, I'll snap a few pics of the living room. Hello? You're getting warmer. Who are you? You know who, silly. Gus, is it you? Gus, are you still there? What are you doing? The phone! The phone rang and there was a voice. It, it sounded like a boy and... The phone rang? Yes. I was talking to someone. I think it was Gus. The boy who disappeared years ago was talking to you on the phone. Don't look at me like I'm mad. It happened. Uh-huh. Abigail, I don't think Theo is paying the phone bill. I'm not mad. He said I was getting warmer. Uh-huh. Maybe I'm getting warmer to... a clue. Like there's something behind that painting. Or in one of these books, like hidden in the spine. Or the bookcase. What? Scrape marks on the floor there. Someone's been moving this bookcase a lot. Well, give me a hand, would you? <laughs> Aha! Weird place to hang a key. I bet this is for a safe or, or a secret passage. It's a pretty small key. Looks like it would be for an internal door. Or a door! In this very house! I didn't see any locked doors down here. Well, too many of them aren't really on the frames anymore. Upstairs? Do you want to risk that tetanus death trap of a staircase? I haven't had my jab. Why not? Because I never thought I'd need a tetanus jab. How often am I around rust? I've had all my jabs. Of course you have. It's a shame they aren't chipped. It'd make it much easier to find you. <laughs> Why don't you go up the stairs first and tell me if it'll support my weight? Scared? No, but you owe me two favours, so I'm calling in one now. Since when did I owe you two? I talked to the Saunders, one, and I rescued you from a forest, two. I never agreed to a favour for that. Didn't have to. Come to think of it, how did you find me out there? Some genius detective work. I surprise myself sometimes. Right. 
Yeah, I figured you had to be somewhere far away from plug sockets because your phone wasn't charged. Oh, because I'm so addicted to my phone. Pretty much. Now, are you climbing those stairs or not? Yeah. It feels pretty stable. Are you coming? Yeah, I'll wait till you reach the top. Right. Three doors. Feeling lucky? Bedroom. Hmm. Okay. Kids' bedroom. Gus's. And lastly, locked. God, this is exciting. So why hide the key? The room was fairly sized with a large square window resting at the far end. The room itself was filled with items that seemed to be covered with dust sheets. In the centre of the room, a stand was also covered in a dust sheet, its contents masked. Resting on the table to the far right was an assortment of brushes, pots and pencils, as well as reams of canvas paper. On the floor, there was rudimentary bedding. Huh. Didn't peg him for an artist. Wow. He was good. The first painting, tucked into the corner nearest the door, was of a lake, kept in the shadow of a mountain behind it. A rowboat is making its way towards the centre of the lake, dwarfed by the colossal natural formations around it. I couldn't shake the immense feeling of being alone and small in an uncaring world. Weird. What? I feel like I've seen this lake before. It must be near a quarry. Limestone. You got all that from a painting? Look at the colour of the water. It means there must be limestone nearby. Why do you know all this stuff about rocks? It comes in handy more often than you would think. Sure. I'll grab a geology textbook when it helps us crack a case. So, this must be where he sleeps. Yeah. No sign of food. What's that in the corner? It looks like a wig. And a fake beard. Scraggly looking thing. A disguise, maybe? Possibly. What are the other paintings of? More landscapes, tiny people, big places. Let's see what his last painting was. The painting in progress was resting on the easel, held in place by two wooden clips. It was a portrait of a teenage boy. Long brown hair, bright blue eyes that held a certain uneasiness to them, and a faraway look that signalled conflict. The painter had stopped while drawing a silhouette behind him, something that was yet to take shape. Any idea who this is? He looks kind of familiar. I swear I've seen him recently. Really? Oh, I know it. Where did I... OK, let's just keep looking. It'll jog in my memory. Did you see him while researching this house? Or, or the temperaments? No. What about the Saunderses? A relative? N no, it's it's on the tip of my tongue. Praise ja vu. What? When something's on the tip of your tongue as if you once knew it. Praise ja vu. Seriously, just go on a quiz show or something, because you need to empty that brain of your useless knowledge. Rude. Should we try that pile of paintings there? Oh, God. Is that...? No. The first drawing directly on top of the pile was of a forest. Tall, grasping trees that spoke of a familiar nightmare. The treehouse. Mrs Saunders's treehouse. The details were perfect, identical to the very one that Abigail spent the night in. 
The painting beneath it, retaining such incredible detail, was of a ring of stones, flanked by a similar-looking forest. The stones were covered with intricate swirls, stars and patterns that had been carved with some sort of implement. Is that the stone circle in the forest? Yeah, I think so. It isn't too far from here. Right, let me get some photos of these. <sighs> One last pile to check. What the... What? Look, the pile consisted of three paintings, each a portrait. The first a woman, mid-twenties, a short haircut with bangs. She looked hollow, empty. The second painting was of a man. I recognised him immediately. His expression was similar to the first, perfectly captured by the artist. A gold crucifix hung from his neck, his eyes blank and vacant, not frozen with horror that I'd found them in on his bed. And the third, Mrs Saunders, similarly trapped in a state of overwhelming apathy. Was that the front door? We didn't leave it open, did we? Lock the door now. Oh shit, do you think it's Theo? I don't know and I don't care to find out. Grab those dust sheets. What? Grab the dust sheets, let's make a sheet rope and get out of here. Almost there. One more. Right, uh, uh, tie it to the table leg. Help me drag it closer. Okay, you go first. Are you... Go, I'll be right behind you. Please don't snap. Please don't snap. Don't worry, I got you. Thanks. Nice rope work, by the way. Very strong. Come on, let's get to the car. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yes, he had paintings of all three of them. And that weird treehouse where we found the pills. And you're sure it was Theo Harper? It has to be. If he knew you were poking around, he's, he's probably burnt them. Just go and check the house. I'll see what I can do. Thank you. L- look, I'm sorry if I'm being a bit overbearing. You know, I just don't want you to get hurt. And while I don't like the thought of you going to a serial killer's den without help, you did well. Thank you, Dan. I could probably be a little less... Of a complete pain in my ass. I was going to say obtuse, but that works too. <laughs> Who's he talking to? Oh, his symbols guy. Sorry, I missed that. Say it again. The stuff on the rocks is remarkable, and new too. I have some old photos of that specific pagan circle. Someone has recently defaced them with Sumerian runes. Genuine? Genuine. They denote punishment and atonement for breaking the commandments. Whoever did them made sure to have the right ones facing the right compass directions as well as many other minute details. Whoever did it knew what they were doing. Does it match any of those Old Testament cults you mentioned? At a glance, the blood of Isaac, a group that believed all evil stemmed from Abraham failing to sacrifice his son. But I thought that was the point. It was a test to see if Abraham trusted God. Not according to their Bible. In their Bible, he refuses and God punishes the world. Has this group been particularly active? Not since the 70s. There was a string of um, ritualistic sacrifices performed in Europe. Most of the perpetrators were arrested, and the group was largely dissolved. Nothing's been heard from them since. If it is them, why now? Perhaps something stirred them? This is obviously off a painting, though. My thoughts exactly. I'm going to head out to the stones as soon as I can, see how accurate the painting is. Right. Well, I hope I've been some help. You have, Harry. I can always count on you. Any way I can repay you? Next time you're in town, we can go to that farmhouse. The one that was haunted by the ghost of a brewer. The very same. It's a gin bar now. They do taste tests for the ghost tour. Ugh. Gin. Sure. Right then, Stone Circle? Yeah, sure. You alright? Just got a weird text from Mum. She says Fraser will love that portrait. What portrait? The photo of the portrait. It, It must have uploaded to the cloud. The half-finished one. She knows who it is. Call her. I am. Starring Jamie Evans as James Hunter and Isabella Barbieri as Abigail Corbin with special guest Luke Hunter as Dan Cowell. Also featuring Jim Carter Charles Topping Edina Fisher-Allen Narration by David Anthony Green Opening and closing themes by James Crow. Haunted, the audio drama, is created by Jamie Evans, with all episodes produced and directed by Jamie Evans and Benton Hodges. Audio engineering by Benton Hodges, 
Charles Topping and Jamie Evans. Haunted is a production of Impala Films and is recorded at Free Sprite Media Studios with special thanks to Duncan Newham for equipment support. Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. Come back next week for the next terrifying chapter of Haunted, the audio drama. Hi guys and gals, this is Jamie Evans, creator and half of the showrunning team for Haunted, the audio drama. I also play James Hunter in the show. We really hope you're enjoying the show and that you're feeling intrigued by the mysteries we're trying to set up. I don't want to take up much of your time. I'm sure you hear something similar to this at the end of every podcast or audio drama that you listen to. This is the part of the show where we beg you for your hard-earned money. We chose to release Haunted free of charge because we wanted as many people to hear it as possible. We have no plans to ever change that model, so please don't worry, the show will continue to release for free for the foreseeable future. However, it does cost us quite a lot of money to produce Haunted. Things like marketing budget, studio rental equipment costs, and of course paying for our performers makes the show very expensive to produce. So we've decided to set up a Patreon where fans of the show can donate a small amount of money to us each month if you choose to do so. We have two different donation tiers on our Patreon and these come with rewards including access to our Discord server, early access to episodes and access to a behind the scenes show where we talk about the process of making Haunted and the sorts of things that inspired the show. That literally doubles the amount of Haunted content that you will be receiving. If you could please consider donating so that we can continue the story of James and Abigail, we would be so grateful. Find us at patreon.com slash impalafilms. That's Impala spelled I-M-P-A-L-A patreon.com slash impala films thank you so much and see you next time even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.